Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. We've been engaged in these last few weeks of our podcast into a uh, kind of a campaign that we're calling prioritize the body and it's one of the four p's that we launched in the 40th anniversary that the elders are just saying this is where we think the church needs to be going and prioritizing the body really relates to how can we be plugged into community how can we utilize our gifts and talents and if you've been looking at our website link um, over these last few weeks clicking on prioritize the body and you'll scroll down you'll see a lot of different ministries a lot of different activities one of them is uh Pray for Shenandoah County. And uh, we have a couple of visitors with us today from the pastoral staff. And I'm excited to have um, to my right, to your left watching at home, Scott Santmeyer. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having us. Good. And your role, your, your job title, if you call it that, is pastor of... Local outreach. Local outreach. Which really entails anything outside of the four walls of this building until we reach an overseas ministry. Yeah, yeah, and, and you do a lot a lot of things behind the scenes here at church. So first of all, thank you for that. And one of them is coming up, Follow the Star. That's probably one of the biggest One of outreach. our biggest and most visible outreaches. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's become a, a staple, so to speak, in the community. So it's a, this year will be a little different uh, because of the COVID world we live in. It's actually mm. going to be a drive-through. Neat. And it will be here on the campus of FBC. Neat. That, that will be something to look forward to. A drive-through. No, cookies will be available. I'm cookies assuming too. Will not be available. Oh, uh, we will okay. not be handing out anything <laughs> between people and cars. And that's probably smart. So that, yeah, we're trying to be as as safe as possible in yep. the world that we live in now. Yep. And you're also connected with Fellowship Saturday. Um, part of that. In part of Fellowship launch. Saturday since its its beginning, I've been the campus pastor for mm -hmm. that, uh, which gives me kind of a unique interaction with the people there. So I'm kind of a the face that they see all the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's super beneficial to have that consistent pastoral oversight who's there, who people can say, oh, I can I just give Scott a call on that. Um, and over here to my left, to your right watching at home, mm -hmm. Don Dan Hartog. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Good. And I'll lead you into this. You're a pastor of? Biblical education yeah. here at Fellowship Bible Church. Yeah. And so you are excited about um, a couple things, I'm sure. You're here to talk about Shenandoah County, which I'm curious of how you are involved with that. But before that, I've heard Mark Carey talking about football season. Now, he was lamenting not being able to watch his team. Your team is in the same boat, I believe. Yes. Uh, we both are Big Ten fans. He's yep. a Nebraska guy, and yep. I'm an Iowa guy. We're right across the Missouri River from each other, and we don't like each other okay. uh, in football. In football. Now, I love Mark Carey, but on that one Saturday a month or a year, um, we are on opposite ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But So there's actually a season happening, right? There is, yeah. Yeah, Big Ten is finally going to kick in now and uh, have eight uh, games. And, uh, it's exciting for all better than nothing. Big Ten people. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Looking Some of us who already have our football teams being playing, we're already you know sad. You know, so you you, you have <laughs> yeah. the hope. We haven't and experienced the, a loss yet. Yes, you, you have it's, zero it's losses. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> well, thanks for being here. And you know, we are we're going to get a chance to unpack and dive into what um, I've seen really God at work um, in our body with planting a church in Shenandoah County. 
And, and Scott, I'm going to turn to you because we're going to be commissioning this church this coming weekend um, where the church um, first service is going to be in a couple weeks, November 1st. And that's exciting. But there is a history here. There is a uh, what we can almost call a birthing process of seeing the fruits of this new church. And I want to take us back. Take us back a moment in time, years, months more than that probably or or going back to how a seed was planted here for this church yeah just the other day i was actually looking at some old ministry plans from 2003 2004 and uh there was mention of you know looking to what was coming next in the way of Mm. of church planting or church expansion at the time the church Mm. was uh having just uh, exponential growth at that time uh, and we were looking at what was going to be next. You mm. know, where where do we go with this? The building was kind of busting at the seams, and yeah. uh, so what was going to be next? And as we fast forwarded um, to 2013, I actually gathered together a group of men from all aspects of the church to pray about what a church plant would look like. Mm. Uh, and and the elders were, you know, looking towards that. What were the next steps that were yeah. going to be a part of that? And it's always been in the hearts and minds of, of our leaders and the elders here to say, okay, we want to prepare and deploy dependent disciples. And, you know, looking back of that 2003, 2004, since that time, you know, we launched Fellowship 3. Mm-hmm. We launched Fellowship Saturday. We launched the Hispanic Church. Which was our first church plant. Yes. And, and and now we're going into Shenandoah County. And so what what did you see in the hearts of the leaders to say, why Shenandoah County? Like, where did that kind of stem from? Uh, a lot of it was uh, just the demographics of the body here at FBC Winchester. Uh, how many people were actually making that drive up 81? Hmm. Uh, so we had over 100 families that over the course of three, four years had been making this drive hmm. uh, to to Winchester to be a part of this. So some of them uh, as far away as Edinburgh Newmarket, which, you know, is even a 45. That's a hike. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. So those those folks were willing to make that drive to be a part of a, a Bible teaching grace filled church. Hmm. But their neighbors were not. Hmm. So when you say that, their neighbors were not. So we have plenty of people who are driving and making that trip, and they're committed and they appreciate what FBC has to offer. But a neighbor who might not know Christ, might be willing to attempt a church, is not willing to drive that 30, 45 sure. minutes. Yeah, that invitation comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. When you say, hey, would you like to come to church with us this Sunday? You know, it's a 45-minute drive away. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of other things I could do uh, in that that time. Mm. So, yeah, so they were willing to make the drive, but their neighbors were not. So being missionally minded instead of calling those folks from Shenandoah County to continue to come to us, we were planning on going to them. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, looking people in Shenandoah County or really anywhere are looking for a Bible teaching church. And Don, I'll turn your way because that's definitely your heart and your passion of teaching, expositing the Bible. Tell us, how do you play into this factor here? Like what is, what did you see behind the scenes of pastoral staff meetings and, and, and the workings of knowing that this is happening? What has led you to this point? Well, um, we, uh, of course, all of us uh, on staff and pastoral staff particularly, uh, were aware of the initiatives and um, the meetings that were taking place with people from Shenandoah County. Um, and then, um, 
so I, I was aware of it, and uh, we certainly um, behind it, and and um, Scott was certainly much more uh, directly involved, as was Mark Carey, and meeting with the people, helping them to work through some things on um, biblical basis for a church and et cetera, a number of different topics. But um, as I was personally just continuing in my own responsibilities here with uh, biblical education, uh, COVID hit and the biblical education um, in terms of our learning center up on the second floor came to a screeching halt. Right. And, um, and it's still recovering. Um, the, the future is still a um, little bit unknown. But anyway, it was during that time that um, Mark Carey and John Van Drunen approached me and um, asked if I would be interested in being a part of the church plant by being a teaching pastor and uh, basically doing two things, um, teaching the, from the pulpit and helping to um, develop leaders, future mm -hmm. leaders for the church. Mm -hmm. So that's how everything transpired. Mm -hmm. And so now, uh, now engaged in it fully. So, so. so now your role here will continue to be biblical education. Yes. And campus pastor like what how do you define your role of being yeah um the elders outlined a new job description for me uh -huh. gave me percentages uh which are always approximate of the time involvement of where each each component will be so yes i still will um oversee biblical education here i won't be here to teach on mm -hmm. sunday mornings right um, but i will be working with teacher development and recruiting and helping to develop um, the curriculum or the uh, schedule um, but also we live in woodstock now patty and i sold our home here in Winchester, and um, the Lord provided us a, a very uh, appropriate and uh, nice place to stay. It's, it fits us perfectly, and especially for this kind of ministry. That's so great. we live so, there. So really, I mean, to be in amongst the people, to, to pastor yeah. them, living there is obviously probably key paramount to be able to, to minister. And yeah, it is. It there. certainly makes you much more of a part of things, especially yeah. in their eyes. I mean, yeah. I could commute there. I have to commute here. Yeah. Uh, the commute is either way, but um, by the fact of living there, it gives them more of a sense of your involvement and presence yeah. and commitment. Yeah. So. No, that's great. And, and so we're going to be commissioning this, um, church launched this coming weekend in our corporate gathering services and you know it's it, it's something to it's neat to see how god has brought up not just you guys of being pastors and leaders but the the people who are going to be involved and and seeing the connection you know we've been talking about prioritizing the body and that is people doing the work of the ministry so there there is a, a handful of people and scott you can probably speak to this who are being who are plugged in right now and committed to this church kind of share kind of what you've been seeing in the hearts of people mm -hmm. along the way so um we have five launch teams uh, hmm. that are part of this this core group of people and um, those five launch teams are the, the the prayer team there's the worship team there's kid ministry uh, logistics and the welcome and hospitality team so those five teams uh, are all super busy right now yeah um, very very busy uh, preparing for this November 1st launch uh, so those folks we've asked them to to 
kind of where their gift mix is uh, mm. to serve in that area. And we've mm. asked them to do that for a year as a, as kind of a, you know, we, we know we need a, a good solid team for a year. And that may morph into them being part of a, a continual ministry team. And we think mm. that will probably happen with most of them. Uh, but we're seeing folks step up and spending uh, an in, some, for some of them, an enormous amount of time. Mm. Um, especially as we're getting things up off the ground. It's kind yeah. of this Herculean effort at the beginning uh, to get things going. Yeah, and in, I also heard rumblings of kind of preliminary preview services. How many of those have you had, and, and why even do something that isn't the real thing yet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're very much the real thing. Uh, they are preview <laughs> services. They're just as real as they can be. We do you know, a complete service. It's not like Sunday morning light. Uh, but it's yeah. a complete service, and we do that to, to practice, really, uh, uh-huh. to give everybody an opportunity to to kind of figure out how the sound works and how greeting works and how hmm. uh, welcoming people works and what it looks like to be praying for that event uh, to, to occur. And it allows them a space to invite folks. Uh, those you know those core leaders are inviting people from the community, yeah. their friends, neighbors, coworkers, to say, "Hey, we're giving this a try, and uh, we're just doing it this this Sunday." And uh, right. thought you might like to come. And you know, if, if you ever listened to some of the interviews we did leading up to the 40th anniversary celebration, you heard stories of what early days of a church were like, and and how invested people were. I mean, and mm-hmm. inviting people to lunch and cleaning toilets and just anybody who can just be in children's ministry to because otherwise it's not going to get done you know you really kind of see are already seeing the people being invested from that standpoint of of owning it mm-hmm. which is it's exciting to be able to allow people to say this is my church yeah and ownership is a is a key element uh, it is a you know it's not just a um uh, it's not just a place for them to come and to plug into and to drop their kids off at kids ministry mm. or their their teen off at youth ministry. They are part of that yeah. ministry. Yeah. So it's not just come to church just to be served, but to serve. Yeah. They, yeah. It's they they can't come to the, the church thinking that I'm just going to sit back and watch. Right. All in. <laughs> yeah, there are no there are no uh, sideline players. Yeah. So, Don, I'll turn to you and just give us a, a rundown of what a typical worship service will look like. And, and as you're kind of overseeing that and teaching, um, what what would you anticipate the, these next several weeks and months to come if you came to attend a, a Shenandoah County Church? Yeah. Um, our preview services, um, I think pretty much set a course for how things will be. Um, That doesn't mean there won't be some wiggle room and changes and creative uh, ways of doing things differently from time to time. But uh, we have a worship team and we have gifted instrumentalists and uh, vocalists who are uh, leading the the congregation in singing and worship. That's very uh, God-centered. They've, uh, the two services we've had so far, I really didn't have anything to do with planning them. And yet they incorporated scripture, um, incorporated prayer. Um, spoke about the lyrics of the song and what they what they mean and helped direct and guide people's uh, attention to uh, the throne of Christ. Mm. So I think if people come and visit us, they're uh, let's say from FBC, they're they're going to see some similarities of what we do here, and um, 
then of course we have our the the teaching time and we have uh, some prayer time we'll mm -hmm. be having the Lord's table mm -hmm. so in that respect it's not going to be a whole lot mm -hmm. um, different than what we experience here now some might ask are, are you going to be intentionally following the same sermon path that Mark Carey does here and what we do on our campus are you going to be doing your own thing yeah we'll be doing we'll be doing our own thing okay. and uh, certainly um, I know for instance I'll be keeping in contact with what's happening here and and um, trying to f keep up and follow the uh, sermons that are given here but yeah we'll be doing our own um, series in fact we'll start right from the right from the start we're mm -hmm. gonna jump into a series on November 1st when we have our first service yeah Good. Uh, and, and I think that's that's important. That'll kind of set a tone for being your own church, having mm -hmm. this unique kind of characteristics. And we've, we've talked before kind of the, what a biblical model of a church is like. How do, how do you envision this particular church plant really being a part of the overall umbrella of FBC, you know, when it comes to yeah. elders and, and oversight and leadership and supporting the Sure. Well, I'll give an analogy. Um, all of us here are parents. Um, when our children were born, um, we aided them a great deal. <laughs> and yet as they grew, there were things that uh, they were able to now do more on their own. And uh, eventually uh, they go off totally on their own. Mm -hmm. And that's what is actually taking place now. Church is being birthed, but yet FBC Winchester is having a significant contribution in helping things get started um, they've assisted financially of course in the building but they are also helping in training um, in terms of some of the pastoral staff here helping them to uh, get started in various um, aspects of ministry whether it's worship or children or missions those types of things and that will that will be fairly present for a bit but that's going to fade or little by little I shouldn't say fade but it's going to be a little more released over time time hmm. until the church becomes autonomous and is able to function under some qualified elders. So, I mean, the mission statement, prepare and deploy dependent disciples, you know, goes beyond that. The core values that we have here, all of that really falls in play as part of the same right. kind of ministry plan, if you want to call it that. Right. And even policies right now, we're just basically following the same that have already been established here. Now, if there's what the future holds, if there's any additional ones or uh, any kind of revisions or whatever, um, you know, I, I have no idea how mm -hmm. that's going to come up. But at least right now, we are um, under the oversight of the elders here at FBC Winchester, mm -hmm. and um, we will be moving forward. Mm -hmm. And just like that analogy I mentioned, I think over time, um, that's what will be taking place. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are going to be in the trenches really just again birthing this church birthing all the different mm -hmm. ministries and and i mentioned these four p's that our elders have kind of laid out just kind of the future of fbc but i'll, I'll reiterate them you know prepare new leaders participate in disciple making pass the torch and prioritize the body that really sums up i think mm -hmm. what you what is going to be happening in shenandoah county talk to me about kind of these uh, these leaders that you're looking to prepare and to deploy and, and launch into the ministry. What kind of stories do you guys have of, uh, of God moments working in the hearts of people in Shenandoah County right now? So for the welcoming hospitality team right off the bat, there was a, there was a young lady at our very first preview service uh, who was 
very pregnant. She was within a week or so of having a baby, and hmm. she came to the service with her with her husband and four year old, uh, and uh, enjoyed the service. Told people she enjoyed the service. Uh, she had been invited by one of the other uh, folks who were on the welcome team there. Uh, but when she had this baby, uh, the welcome team decided that they were going to provide meals for her for the, the next couple wow. of weeks. Uh, here huh. was somebody that most of them didn't know. Yeah. In fact, I don't, only one, there was only one connection, the original inviter uh, to her. Uh, but they were more than willing to step out and to bring meals and to hmm. care for this family hmm. in a way that, as we found out later, this family had never experienced that level of care ever before. Hmm. So, you know, it gives, it gives them ample opportunity to speak the truths of the gospel into their lives yeah. because of that open door. Yeah, that's that's neat. And again, it's it, your heart is kind of this local outreach, you know, not just being inward focused, but to be outward focused. And and part of what we, we would hope and desire is that it's not just taking people from FBC congregation and then just transplanting them somewhere else, but it's allowing those people to invite their friends and to reach out into Shenandoah community to where that can be an impact. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I find that to be just refreshing in a way um, to be able to reach outside of our own walls and, and be a light for Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, Don, do you have any kind of stories of, of kind of where you see God working in the hearts of people? Yeah. Um, Soon after we moved, Patty and I moved to Woodstock, we invited any men of the church um, to come to our home on Saturday mornings. Um, we served a light breakfast and sat around our living area and um, began looking into a book on biblical eldership. Hmm. It's not only something to study for possible elders or emerging elders, but it's also just establishing uh, the functioning and the polity of of a church from a biblical basis. And the men have been really open about um, revisiting that. All of them, or most of them, come from churches and experience that they've had in various places, various states, and everybody comes together um, from different experiences, how their churches function, et cetera. But uh, we're, we're, we're looking into the scriptures, how is this church going to function? And what is the biblical basis for how it functions? And the men have been very open to that. Hmm. That's that's helpful. And again, you're you're living in Woodstock. They're, they're there close by. Yeah. You get a chance to interact with some farm boys while you're down there, too. Well, going we back to be. your roots. Yeah, they they will be <laughs> people walking into church with their boots on, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to be in a rural area. Yeah. And um, so and you have again, you have a history of kind of small church. Yeah. Pastoring. Yeah. I um you know, Mark Carey has often shared his experience in Butte, Nebraska. He went there right after seminary for nine years before coming here to FBC. Mine was longer in the Midwest. I had three pastorates, um, Kansas, Iowa, and North Dakota. All of them were smaller churches and rural, made up mainly of people that worked the land and uh, and the cattle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, being back in a rural area and that mindset is not foreign to me. Mm. Um, so it's it's uh, actually been um, enjoyable. Yeah. So 
that's neat to see God work to, to put all the pieces together yeah. even in these final moments to have you be there. Scott, I mean, tell us about the building. I mean, where is this place? If we're going to, if I live in Shenandoah County, where am I going to go yeah. <laughs> on November 1st? Yeah. So it's right on main street or right off of main street in Woodstock. Uh, it's, it's one thirty three bench off drive. Uh, and for those not familiar with that area, it's right next door to the military Academy. If, uh, if you're familiar with Main Street Woodstock, uh, the Military Academy has their athletic field right right on Main Street, and this building sits right behind it. Hmm. Uh, so you can see it from from Main Street there in in Woodstock. Uh, you have to kind of drive around the the uh, the athletic field to get there, uh, but it's right in the center, right in the center of town. That's great. I mean, you can't get a better location than that. And yeah. I mean. You have to do a little bit of renovations. I mean, it's it's a building, right? It was a shell, and now it's it's going to be a gathering place for a church. Yeah, so, yeah. Is, a portion of it was just raw warehouse space. So, yeah. so it's it's in the midst of being transformed. Uh, there's painting going on even as we speak. So, well, paint a picture of the future for us. What what can we be praying for? If I'm listening and watching this, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to still go to. to the Winchester campus, but I want to stay connected. What what things can we be praying for? You know, we're going to be again commissioning this service, um, this this church, this coming weekend's church services here in FBC Winchester. What what can our congregation really kind of uh, be praying for, and how can they stay connected? During that commissioning service, everybody's going to get a little bookmark. Uh, and that bookmark is going to give them some prayer prompts. Hmm. Uh, and on the back of the bookmark, it's actually going to challenge each individual. So, you know, how are we here still in Winchester, Frederick County? How are we reaching our neighbors with Christ? And how are we being the missionaries that God has called us to be? But the very first uh, prayer prompt is to, is the having a, a real zeal for the Lord. Um, you know, as we gather folks in Shenandoah County, sure, there's a lot of activity going on. But is that activity born out of just a, a feel of, oh, this is what I'm called to do? Or is it because of their immense zeal for God? Mm. You know, and I think if it's that latter, if they are having such a zeal for the Lord that, mm. that everything else is born out of that, everything else kind of kind of flows out of that bucket of their yeah. love of the Lord. Yeah. Don, how do you see the people here at Winchester kind of connecting and praying for you guys? Well, um, we've talked about Bible teaching and um, the uh, the purpose of this church and Bible teaching, the significant role that has. We must always guard ourselves, however, that a strong Bible teaching church can become lethargic because it's just like when you uh, eat a lot, but you don't exercise. And right now, the people are exercising very well hmm. and uh, praying that that would continue, yeah. um, that uh, as we teach the word, that they'd be equipped to continue to reach out to the community. Um, utilizing their spiritual gift within the body, but also um, being missional in their um, in their perspective and in their in their lives, their neighborhoods, uh, whatever context God has put them in. So that would be the prayer. A prayer that would be the same for FBC Winchester. Right, right. So I mean, maybe it can be an encouragement to us here in Winchester to to watch and hear and see the stories of how the people are being engaged and uh, and doing the work of the ministry to to yeah. be able to then reach out. I mean it. Starting a church is a big thing. This is this is not a light task. And 
I have personally found and been realizing after being here 16 years, how much I was taking for granted that's already in place. Mm. That I don't have, you know, it's just established, rooted. And now you right. go to a new church and who's going to unlock the door? Who's going <laughs> to turn the lights on? Who's yeah. you know, who's going to do this, this and that? And, and and so we're working our way through those things. That I mean, it's it's neat to see. And, and again, it, it's something that this is not just a launch and then forget about kind of church. This is going to be a staying connected here with our body. You know, more than just you guys, other pastoral staff have already mm-hmm. been heavily involved in whether it be worship or children's ministry and youth and just the, the oversight. So it's definitely exciting to see. Um, and what kind of final summary points would you guys have um, beyond just prayer um, how, how else is there anything else that we can do to support um, these people down there and, and their involvement and for for the people here at FBC Winchester um, you know it, Woodstock can feel far removed mm-hmm. you know it can feel it's only a 30 minute drive but sometimes that, that it might as well be on the other side of the world yeah you know, so they just the thought that, you know, it still exists and it's still there. Those people are still meeting uh, to be continually praying for them yep. um, and to, to you know, check into their website once in a while, which is FBC Shenandoah.org. Has its own website. It has its own website. <clears throat> All right. So you can kind of keep up with what's going on down there as Neat. well. It gives you a better opportunity to, to pray directly for what's going on. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, again, I'm excited just to, to watch and participate. And if I get a chance to get down there, I'm excited to meet up with everybody. And we keep saying these people, but you know, this is this yeah. is a, a group of uh, of people who have been connected for a while and and have a common bond of living in the same county together. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to have a church in their building together and the opportunity to reach out into their community and and grow together as a spiritual community. And that, yeah. That's exciting. And I'm excited just to hear stories of what God does with bringing people to um, to know him more and, and hopefully can hear some, some real life impact testimonies. So thank you guys for being a part of it. Um, this is just an exciting time in the mm-hmm. life of our church. And uh, again, we talked about this birthing process. The fruits yeah. are about ready to, to be made known and see um, what God is going to do. So November 1st November first is the first weekend. And uh, Don, you have a sermon prepped yet? Ready to go? Uh, working on it. Yeah, working <laughs> on it. So, yeah, 10 o'clock. Um, we'll have, you know, of course, just the one service. Yeah. But 10 a.m., yeah, November 1. That's excellent. Well, um, thank you guys for being a part of this podcast once again Thank and you. I, I really I, I see God working and it's exciting to see how you know this prioritizing the body concept is really being played out into, into action here with Shenandoah County and for all of you guys watching and listening at home continue to stay connected um, you know Scott mentioned their website fbcshenandoah.org we have our, our own website fbcva.life and if you hit slash podcast that'll take you to all the different links to the where podcasts are and show notes and stay connected. You can engage with us. If you want to be connected with the the Shenandoah County Church, contact either Don or Scott, call the church office, email, let us know because we would want you to be engaged and plugged in. So once again, thanks for watching and listening. And until we really chat again, let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day.